Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Happy October, everyone, and welcome to the first of several Harvest Horror Fest podcasts. I'm trying to think. Is I think this is our third annual, Mike, or is this our fourth? I think this is the third annual. I think it's third. Third annual Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest presented by the talentless Mike Talent. Yes, indeed. I don't know what happened to my talent, but I did lose it. I lost it. <laughs> uh, having children takes it away from you. Oh, okay. I guess that's true. All right, Mike. So this is your pick for Harvest Horror Fest, episode one, Real Film Nerds podcast, episode number 241, The Strangers, starring Liv Tyler. Mike, uh, go ahead. Why don't you give us the uh, little uh, rundown thing I'm a bobber. All right, Matt. Yeah, so this was my pick. I picked this movie because I saw it was uh, available uh, for streaming, and this movie just really creeped me out when I watched it, so I wanted to subject uh, Matt to this. Um, this was directed and written by Brian uh, Bertino. It's starring Scott Speedman, Liv Tyler, uh, Jim Award, Alex Fisher, Peter Clayton Luce, Kip Weeks, and Laura Margolis. And a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home are terrorized by three unknown assailants. Okay, Mike. Well, I guess I should go first since this is your pick. Um, it was okay. I don't know. There's a lot of jump scares in this movie, and I'm not a huge fan of jump scares. I think they're just a cop-out. Uh, I do like the knocking on the door and the terrorizing and the suspense i think that's one of the best parts of the film uh, i like a uh, uh, cute hot young Liv tyler that's always a wonderful part of the film um the masks were creepy that the strangers are wearing and that's nice and that adds to to it uh and then i'll talk about it later but at the ending is uh pretty brutal i think that's one of the most horrifying parts of the entire film but uh it's also very sad because it's they're coming back from a wedding and the Liv Tyler's character said no to a proposal from her boyfriend. And why would you ever propose at someone else's wedding? That doesn't make any sense to me, Mike. Uh, I was a little, I'm not sure about that either. But I, I mean, part of the, the, the way that I liked this movie was it sets the tone early and it's just like... It's rough like that that first uh, 15 20 minutes in the first act or so with that you're like man what's going on in this movie and then it just kind of escalates with the the assailants so I don't know I thought it was a, a a much different approach instead of you know being all happy go lucky it just starts out very somber like just real quiet like no talking just like what happened it's very gut-wrenching because they're not talking to each other. She's clearly upset, but then you find out that he's even more upset. Uh, it's just, it definitely sets the tone, and I think it adds to the horror aspect of the film because she's not sure if she can 
confide in him or not when all the chaos starts happening and then he disappears and then she realizes how bad she really needs him. Well, he doesn't disappear. He goes to the store. He comes back, but he goes to the store and she realizes that while he's gone, she's like, oh my God, maybe I do really need him. And, you know, maybe in the end, if they, things were different, maybe they would have, she would have changed her mind and said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We don't ever get a resolution on that. No, no, we don't. So, Matt, I guess your overall impression, besides the jump scares, did you think this was a pretty good horror movie? Good one to kick off Harvest Horror Fest? I thought it was decent. I mean, I've seen better. Uh, I- I'm not going to say it was, like, incredible, but it was okay. I, You know, I liked it. Um, but, again, the jump scares just don't do much for me. Uh, I have to say this is one where my surround sound system really did come into play. Even though it's not a great surround sound system, this movie relies heavily on sound. Yeah, it does. This this movie is very sound oriented. It's it's quiet a lot of the movie except for some scenes where uh in the movie they're playing music. So uh and then the hearing like hearing people you know sneak around. So yeah. Sneaking around, knocking on doors, breaking windows, various other scary things that happen when you're home alone, right? So I don't know. I live alone and I hear all those things all the time, but people aren't going to come in and try and murder murder me because I don't have anything worth murdering for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. I'm also in uh, town. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, Yeah. This movie, you know, of course, cell phones aren't what they were, uh, what they are now, but you know, they do have cell phones in this movie and uh, of course they're conveniently not working or, you know, you know, problems. So thrown in the fire. Yeah. That also makes them not work very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were wonderful, uh, flip phones, early two thousands flip phones. I mean, I'm pretty sure I had one of those. I never had a razor though. Everybody loved the razors. I never had one of those. Yeah. I never had a razor either. I had the LG chocolate. No. Oh, yeah. I remember you got the chocolate. Yeah. That was a big deal because that was like the Matrix. It slid. That's how you answered it. You slid it open. Yeah, and didn't wasn't it music oriented? Yes, I got like a free subscription to something, and then it had like controls, so it looked like an iPad on the outside, and it, not an iPad, an iPod. So it had controls for like playing music on the outside, like physical buttons of like play, pause, skip, advance, and all that stuff. And then you slid it open, and that's where the keys were for the phone. Right, right. Yeah, I remember. Well, Matt, uh, I guess we can stop reliving our old cell phone glory days and and uh, get down to it. Um, Matt, what are you uh, drinking this morning, afternoon, evening? <sighs> well, Mike, I'm going to keep it going as long as I can find it. I have yet another Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Awesome, Matt. Awesome. I've really started to jump into my uh, uh, pumpkin beers. So uh, for this week, I did, uh, it's a Southern Tier uh, Cold Brew Coffee Pumpkin Nitro. Say that five times fast. Oh, I don't think I can, so I'm not going to. (laughs) Okay, Mike, so that means it is now literally the most important question of the podcast mike did you do it to yourself are you gonna break the streak 
we will find out. Mike, how does The Strangers relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, man. So I couldn't quite remember, but I think I think I'm good on this one. So the Hulk that came out with Ed Norton is part of the MCU, correct? It is technically the first film of the MCU. Yes, sir. And Liv Tyler plays what in that film, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Liv Tyler plays uh, the. Um, uh, oh, man. Uh, General Ross's daughter, who yes. is also the girlfriend of, at the time in this film, the Incredible Hulk, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Yep. That's one thing. I would love to see her come back, Liv Tyler, come back in the MCU because, you know, General Ross is still in the MCU. I, I, from the comic book world, General Ross turns into the Red Hulk, which is a evil Hulk, and he runs the Thunderbolts. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but if that ever plays out, I would love to see Liv Tyler come back. That would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, Matt, when I was looking for the MCU for this one, uh, I was worried. So I also had a backup. There's a hairdresser that worked in an Iron Man 3. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, I knew it right when Liv Tyler popped on screen. I was like, ah, this is an easy one. Damn it. But nice. I wasn't sure if you were going to get it. So you still looked for the hairstylist. So good. Good for you, Mike. Just in case, just in case. I mean, but there's only like five people in this movie. Well, seven. Seven people in the entire movie. Yeah, it's it's a good classic uh, horror film where they use their head to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Not characters. Know, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I guess with that, the spoilers um, are open season. But Matt, for this movie... I kind of liked some of the things because of the ending. Like, this movie ends in a different way than a lot of movies end. Dude, okay, I have to I have to put it out there. I'll just say it. We're in spoilers, so deal with it, people. This is, movie is, what, 15 years old at least, if not more, something like that? Uh, 2008. Okay, so close to 15 years old. Um, the way that they kill... Liv Tyler and the boyfriend is just brutal, dude. Like it's one oh, of the yeah. most insane parts of this movie. They they didn't sit there and like stab him like real fast in like anger or something. They took their time and slowly each one of the strangers slowly stabbed each one of them. And I was just like that was just torturous to even watch. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, uh I also like in this you never see the strangers um faces nope you never see it i love that i love that about this movie um i also like the um when they're like why are you doing this to me because you were home yeah worst excuse ever <laughs> dude that creepy that's creepy man i don't know to to, to me matt this movie felt more realistic uh, it just seemed more like it's really messed up and they mess with the people bad. Like, like, you know, when they're charging their cell phone and then they come in, like take it and then cut the cord and like just little things like here and there. It's like, oh, that's so creepy. Cause you know, they were there, but you didn't see them. Right. Yeah. They cut the main lines to the house. They found 
the cell phones, including the one in the car. They smashed in the windshield of the car kind of for no reason. Cut all the tires, which makes sense. You know, I mean, they slowly kind of like they started out small with like the door knocking and then quickly like ramped it up. And then the the one scene where she's sitting there getting a drink of water or doing something in the kitchen and he's coming in. I mean, he's feet away from her and she doesn't even notice. I'm like, how do you not like feel his presence? You know? Yeah. No, there's a lot of like scenes where like they're in the scene, but they're just like standing still and you're like, oh, that's so creepy. And then it just cuts and then they're gone. You're like, oh. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And then they just keep messing with him, man. Like all just kinds of little things like, oh, and then they let the one guy come into the house, his buddy. Mike. Oh, dude, that was pretty dark. I kind of saw that coming because, like, through the whole thing, I was like, see, this is why I'm a gun owner. And then clearly he gets his shotgun, his dad's shotgun or whatever, and he has to put it together. I'm like, yeah, that's smart. He has to put it together. And he's like, the last time I shot it when I was a kid. So for gun owners out there, this is why you train and practice with your defensive weapon as much as you can so that you know where it is, when to use it, how to use it. Because this dude did not know anything. He wasn't even sure if he was putting the shells in right. And then, you know, on top of it, he blows his buddy's brains out because he just pulled the trigger without thinking. Brutal. It was brutal, dude. It was really brutal. And it's like, man, talk about just messing with these people. Ugh. And then they start writing in like blood, like killer on the windows. That was pretty good. Yeah, oh yeah. No, they just keep messing with him. Like, when they go upstairs, it's like, hello, or whatever. I think it wasn't in blood. I think that was in, like, makeup. But it was like, you know they were there. Yeah, well, and it might not have been in blood when he wrote Killer, either. It might have been lipstick, but I don't know. It was creepy no matter what. Yeah, it's just a creepy movie, man. Um, So that's part of the reason I chose this one. And uh, I had fun watching it again. And I'd forgotten how many jump scares there were, but I do remember that, you know, the bad guys win in this. And then the the kids finding the, the, the body, I was like, oh, man, this just adds to the creepiness of this. Yeah, the Mormon missionaries. Yeah. Because, of course, they're in the middle of nowhere until the morning when there's a car that drives by and they – it's – it's very strange. Well, okay. And the one that catches me off, granted, it's just probably a selection thing, but there's streetlights leading up to the house. You wouldn't put streetlights to a cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere because, I mean, I live in town and we don't have streetlights. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to pay for streetlights out somewhere where there's not a lot of people paying for them. You know, like you definitely want to have kind of a pool of people to pay for them. Well, it's just kind of a waste because... You have streetlights for one house. Like on my street, you know, if they put in streetlights, there's, I don't know, 50 houses on my street, something like that, 20 houses, whatever. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably what really happened was there was actually other houses in the neighborhood and this wasn't as remote as they were trying to say it was. So, so, but everyone else just didn't care that their neighbors were being murdered. Yeah, you know, there's di- distance between the house, a couple acres. Who cares? All right. Note to self, never live on a couple acres because your neighbors won't care if you get murdered in the night by a bunch of strangers. Nailed it, Matt. Nailed it. All right, Mike, what else you want to add about this film? Um, You know, 
being that it's almost 15 years old, it's still really creepy. Uh, I, I like some of the ways that it just shot. It's very, like, just, I don't know. Everything about it's just dark. And, like, um, there's just lots of p- parts in the movie where it just... Um, they, they stay on the character for a long time where I think in a lot of movies they would have cut, but you just kind of see the character just kind of like thinking and like a lot more in this, in this movie than I, I'd say in a lot of movies, you know, where they're just, there's just scenes where they're just, especially the beginning, you know, where we don't really, they don't really talk to each other for, I don't know, five or seven minutes. And you're like, what is going on? And then just slowly introduces you to what happened yeah it doesn't show you that where they're coming from you know they're coming from something fancy because he's wearing a tux and she's wearing a nice gown uh you don't know that their home is a summer home in the woods you just know that clearly there's something up because they're not talking to each other and they're going in like separate rooms and then you start seeing like the flowers on the floor and the champagne bottle and the nice set up for dinner and all that stuff and it's like okay something something went wrong or else they would be celebrating yeah yeah for sure something went wrong and then uh i liked when the the knock on the door came they're like what time is isn't it four in the morning well who the hell would answer their door at four o'clock in the morning like seriously would you uh probably not yeah if if it wakes me up i still i'm definitely not getting up and getting that door I'm going to be pissed because four o'clock in the morning. No, I should be sound asleep. I know, man, what you just went to sleep, like what at three 30. So like, you're really, really just starting to get going. Yeah. I mean, I might still be drunk, right? We don't want you with your gun and, and, and that, you know, you might, might miss. Right. Or I might forget to chamber around or something, you know, I'll just, then I'll be using it as a baseball bat and that's just no good. Oh, geez. Don't want that, Matt. Don't want that. So, Mike, I do have to say, I am disappointed. I mean, it was the movie's called The Strangers. I really thought it was going to be about The Stranger, where you sit on your hand till it goes numb. It wasn't even in this movie. <laughs> well, Matt, um, maybe the next time. Maybe the next time we'll watch a movie that talks about your specific reference to some odd way of, uh, uh, let's see, um, self-pleasure. <laughs> self-pleasure, yeah. Um Gosh, what was it that they called it in a movie? They didn't call it self-pleasure, but it, it was self-love, I think. Something like that. Oh, okay. Yes. Something like that, yeah. But, um, so speaking of that, I was going to say, maybe it's in the sequel, but I know it's not because Ma Hinshaw, who you will hear later on at the end of this podcast, watched The Wrong Strangers. <laughs> Did she really? Well, okay, so this is one of the problems when you don't have decent eyesight anymore and you have to have someone help you, my mom told my dad that it was The Strangers on Netflix, so he got it, loaded it up, and hit play, and it was the sequel. I didn't even know there was a sequel. That makes two of us. I said, how did you get it wrong? It's just The Strangers. It's not The Strangers, blah, blah, blah. And so she said, well, it was about this trailer park and these people murdering these people in this trailer park, and I'm just like... No, that is the wrong movie, Ma. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So at 11 o'clock at night on Sunday, she watched 
the original strangers so she could be prepared to go on Lisa Live and Local the next morning. Wow, Matt, that's dedication. That's awesome. Yeah, she's she's hardcore. Now you know why it's going to become Ma Hinshaw's real film nerds instead of me and yours. She's going to take over, much like she's taken over my radio spot. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, I'm eager to listen to that interview as well, Matt. Well, I'm eager to ask this question, Mike. Did you catch any of the new movies that came out this week? Because I did. I did not. Did you Did you catch uh, Venom? Oh, yeah. I had date night with my girlfriend. It was really nice. We went and watched uh, the new Venom, you know, with the uh, the old Woody Harrelson carnage. Yeah. Uh, w- was it Was it fun? Was it good? I know it, it, it killed it at the box office, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Good is a relative term. The first one didn't do well as far as ratings, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I'll say I enjoyed it, but the story is kind of a mess. Uh, the CGI of Carnage is absolutely incredible. Uh, Woody Harrelson does well. He always does well as a serial killer. Just watch Natural Born Killers. I think that's one of the reasons they picked him to play Carnage is because he's just wonderful as a serial killer. Um, I would say, you know, I also watched the new Sopranos prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. It's on HBO Max. Between the two, and I advised this to my mom and my sister when they were out trying to figure out movies to watch, uh, my mom watched both of them as well. She saw Venom, and she also saw The Saints of Newark, and you'll hear about that as well in her interview. But uh, out of the two, the Venom film is definitely the one to see in the theaters just because it's action-packed, it's you know funny, it's uh, CGI, it's sound, it's all that stuff. The Saints of Newark is good. I enjoyed it. Uh, but it's not. it doesn't do great for a theater, so catch it on HBO Max. Uh, I think you have 30 days to watch it. If you're a big fan of The Sopranos, it uh, it's interesting to see people play characters you know from The Sopranos in the 60s. That's basically what it is. Yeah, it's like the younger, like it's like the prequel of, of The Sopranos show, correct? Yeah, so there's a character called Christopher Moltisante that's in the Sopranos TV show. He's a younger guy. And this is basically following the story of his dad, who his dad was kind of the boss. And he's the one that kind of Tony Soprano looked up to. Um, he did a lot of stuff in the sixties. It's kind of his story. And in his story, you get to meet all the other characters in their younger ages, like, like big pussy and Silvio and, you know, uh, Polly, they're all in there and they're all young, but they still, the actors tried to portray them as themselves in it. And, you know, it takes place during civil rights and James Gandolfini's son, who was born during the first season of uh, the Sopranos is a teenager now. And he played a young Tony Soprano. So that was kind of interesting to watch that. So it's, it's worth a watch, but I don't think rushing out to the theater to watch it. And if you have not seen the Sopranos, you can still watch it because it's a gangster movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, so I I watched um, three movies this week. Now, granted, you know, uh, one was at home, one was at the theater, two were at home, but uh, you know, it, it was a good week for me. I hardly ever get more than one movie a week, you know, and I got three, so I was happy. Yeah, that's that's nice, Matt. Maybe it's uh, lining up to be a nice October for you. Uh, lies. So far, it started out with a bang, and it's only you know a couple days in, Mike. Well, all right, Matt. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about The Strangers besides the uh, self-pleasure not being available? 
you know, uh, tapering off the self-pleasure, uh, Liv Tyler, it would have been nice to have seen her, you know, naked a few times. But, I mean, what's going on with horror movies? No nudity anymore? How dare they? Yeah, I know. Uh, didn't It used to have the three Bs, what, blood, beast, and breast? Blood, beast, and breast. Wow. All right, Mike, that's one I haven't heard, but I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think those are the old days. I don't think that's a requirement anymore, especially when it's PG-13. Uh, was this PG-13? No, no, this movie was not, but I'm just saying a lot of, you know, these kind of new new wave horror movies, like the a lot of the Bloomhouse kind of ones sometimes are, are PG-13. You know, like these Conjuring movies oh, okay. some of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, there's still, like, Sinister and different ones. Those are R. So, I, I don't know. But I feel like some of them are, are PG-13, so they can get a bigger audience. I don't know. I still... That's what makes horror movies, man, is having a level of nudity. I don't know. It's terrible. I know. I shouldn't say that. I've gotten us in trouble saying that with our affiliates when I share this podcast with them. But whatever. Um Okay, so next week, I guess it's technically my pick, even though, you know, you're the one that kind of does the Harvest Horror Fest thing. I suggested it, and you said, yeah, let's do that. That'll be fun. Uh, I believe it's streaming on, is it HBO Max on this one? Yeah, I think so. Um, let's see. Yes, 13 HBO Ghost, Max. Correct? Yeah, yep. yeah. It's streaming on HBO Max right now, but this is a classic film. Uh, this stars one of my favorite people ever, Miss shannon elizabeth from american pie fame where you do get to see her boobies oh geez matt (laughs) but you don't get to see them in this movie there's no nudity in this movie either damn it no no there's not this this movie is more like kind of creepy i don't know it's kind of like a haunted housey creepy yeah i guess it's haunted house it's a haunted house monster movie is what it is it's a haunted house monster ghost movie there you go boom did it drop that mic but yes this is the film we're talking about 2001's 13 ghosts which came out around halloween in 2001 excellent so it stars some people that we don't really see much anymore shannon elizabeth is one tony shalhoub is another and uh matthew uh lillard lillard from uh hackers Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Scream. And Scream. Yep. And I was this before or after Scream? Scream was 90s, wasn't it? I think I remember seeing I that in high school. I think this is in the middle of Scream because, you know, there was like Scream 1, 2, and 3, and then 4, I think. So uh, I think it was in between Screams. Like, I, I, he'd already done the first one, I believe. Hmm. But yeah, Matthew Lillard, man, another pretty decent actor that's kind of gone by the wayside. Shannon Elizabeth hasn't been in anything major recently. Tony Shalhoub, uh, you know, he had his long run on Monk. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe they made their money and they're cool just chilling. Yeah, you never know what goes on. I mean, it's man, it's been 20 years dating ourselves a little bit. So maybe just things happen, you know, families. Who knows? You know, sometimes you got to take care of a sick somebody. Who knows what happened? We're old. We are a little bit old. A little bit old? No. I'm already starting to shop around for plots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but aren't you Aren't you just going to get cremated and sent to space? It's probably cheap. 
dude, that's honestly what I was telling uh, Stacy the other day. We're I don't know why it came up, but we were talking about you know death and being buried or being cremated or whatever. And, and she's she was talking that she wanted to be cremated, and I was explaining how my mom doesn't like fire and she doesn't want to be cremated; she wants to be buried. And so she asked me what I want. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to be tied to the top of a SpaceX rocket and shot into space. <laughs> nice. Not cremated. I want my body to be out there. I want it to be, you know, and like trajectory towards Mars and like pull like a handle and I just keep going, you know, and I just land on Mars. Okay. Well, um, the best time to do that would be uh, in July of... Uh I think July of 2023. It's like every couple years we get the closest to Mars. So just keep that in mind when you're um, thinking about when to uh, uh, kick the bucket. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. It's in in record. I am going to Mars on the top of a SpaceX rocket. That is my wishes. This is my uh, recorded Real Film Nerds Living Will. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, with, with that, I guess we should uh, just go ahead. I mean, getting kind of morbid, but I mean, it is a Halloween horror fest. So Harvest horror um, fest, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harvest horror fest. Um, so, uh, oh, Matt. Yes, Mike. How many reels, dude? Oh, hell. Dude, we always forget to do this, don't we? God, we are getting old or we're just both tired or I don't know. Uh, Mike, I give it three. Three out of five reels. Okay. All right. Uh, I give this one four. Uh, I picked it. Obviously, I like this movie quite a bit. It's very creepy. Um, it's still really creepy. So I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed it as well, just not as much as you. I, again, the jump scares just take it take it away from me. I'm just not a huge fan of them. It's not that I, I jump. I mean, most people do jump. I mean, I still jump a little bit on some of them, but I'm just, it's just, it's a comp out. That's that's what I think. I'm like, oh well, of course you're gonna throw in a bunch of jump scares and make everybody jump because that's what they like. And I just the, the smart writing was enough. They didn't need to do a bunch of jump scares, especially the one at the end. That was just stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. So, anyways, well, all right, Mike, do your thing. Thank God you caught us doing our reels. I mean, I, I was like, God, ah, dude, we're gonna do it again. <laughs> all right, with that, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, the Harvest Horror Fest, episode number one, third annual. And uh, make sure to catch us on uh, the socials, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, as long as it's not crashed. And, um, yeah, uh, go out there, stream some movies, and watch some horror movies, have some fun. You know, maybe watch a Ghostbusters or something. You know, those are great. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio now on Magic 99.1, it's the one, the only, Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds Podcast. How you doing? You know the world could not handle more than one of me. It's a fact. Yep, you said it, not me. It's the truth. I believe you. And your mother would agree. Oh, wholeheartedly, yes. You can ask her later. (laughs) Okay, we will for sure. So you saw a bunch of movies this weekend. You just told me you're slacking off, not doing your job like you're supposed to 24-7, like the rest of us. I'm still doing my job. I'm just not (laughs) sleeping. You're not sleeping? Well, who is, Matt? Who is? 
I'm just kidding. I got a little rest this weekend. Can you tell? <laughs> I can tell. You didn't do any golfing this weekend? I didn't no. golf. All I did was sit on my butt and watch other people work. It was great. I watched three football games and one high school hockey game. I have to say, I'm disappointed. I would have thought you would have gotten in your car and driven to L.A. and caught two Arizona games oh, man. in the weekend. I said to Scott Dandos after we watched them both on television, we should have driven to L.A. and watched both of those games in person. But, you know, Killer. some of us do like to sleep. Hey, let's talk about the movies. Killer games, though. Come on. <laughs> Killer they, games. Weren't they great? We have to say that. And you have to say, you just have to say, hey, to all the naysayers out there, because they all thought we were going to get killed on both accounts. And it didn't happen. Didn't happen. So there. Hey, nay, say, ers. Hey is for horses. Hey is for horses. Okay. So you um, you promoed that you were going to watch The Strangers, yes, and it ma'am. was on Netflix. Yep. It's it is on Netflix. on Netflix. Yep. It's an older horror film that I never saw. And was it scary? Did it hold up? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I'm not a huge fan of jump scares, and it is littered oh. with jump scares. Okay. So, you know, they really don't do much for me. No. I'm just kind of like, okay, great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> okay. But it, it's a psychological horror movie, and then, uh, you know, it caps out with your typical, you know, horror, murdering, Good. death, gore kind of thing. Perfect. But Perfect. For 90% of it, it's very psychological. Oh, okay. You know, it's uh, people stalking and terrorizing a couple that uh, she said no on his request to marry her. So oh, okay. That adds a whole nother dynamic right. on top of it, too. Wow. So You recommend yeah. it? You recommend it? Uh, if you like horror, I say go ahead, check it out. It's definitely okay. worth seeing. I personally am not a huge horror fan. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. Liv Tyler's the main actress in it. I thought she did well. So, yeah. uh, you know, for me, it's just, a, it's an okay. I okay, mean, so uh, how many reels? I give it three. I thought Three it was, out of five. That was okay. okay. It was good. All right, well, that's yeah. about where everybody is. Rotten Tomatoes, 48, um, IMDB, 6.2. So you're right there yeah. with the others. Yeah. Okay, so you also saw the new um, Sopranos prequel. Yep, The Many Saints of Newark. Okay. I watched that on HBO Max. And how was that? Because that intrigues me. That was also another one that I was kind of okay. Just okay. Yeah, because I mean, The Sopranos are more of kind of a... a back part of it it's more about uh tony soprano's uncle oh his uncle dicky okay uncle is what Dickie. the main story is and i mean it was good it was f- interesting it kind of drags in the middle uh-huh. but uh if you like the sopranos if you like mob movies it is definitely yeah. a don't miss okay how many reels I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Oh, okay. Um, uh, three and a half. Three and I'll go three and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then you saw the Adams Family too, as well. No, I did not. I oh. saw the new Venom. The old Venom Carnage, yeah. something or another. Yeah, I saw it on Thursday, the night it came out. And yeah. you were looking forward to that one. I was looking forward to that yeah. one. And it's it's more Venom. This one was kind of a hot mess. The story's kind of all over the place. Uh, I loved Woody Harrelson as Carnage. The digital version, uh, whatever you want to call it, graphics, uh, CGI, whatever of Carnage was really good. Oh, good. I'm really just over the top good. But the story's all over the place. They try to explain the backstory of Carnage a little bit. It gets a little weird, a little mm-hmm. wonky. Okay. Um, I would have liked to have seen actually more Venom in it. There wasn't a whole lot of Venom, but okay. the parts that were in there were hilarious. Yeah. So I liked that. But uh you know, I say this one may, might be one not to rush out to the theaters unless you're a really big fan of Venom and the Spider 
Man yeah. world. Okay, I was um, going to say, who, who exactly is Venom, but Venom, we can talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, he's, he's from the Spider-Man universe, okay. even though Sony owns the rights, that's why he has his own film without Spider-Man in it. Okay. But uh, the biggest thing for the Venom movie is the after credits scene is huge. Really? For the future of Marvel, yes. Is that true? Yep. Okay, so you can't I'm not gonna spoil tell that us or spoil it. Okay. Nope. All right, fair enough. Matt, let's give your mom a call, see what she thought. Oh, Okay. Okay, it's Ma Henshaw coming up on Magic. Good morning. Good morning, Ma Henshaw. It's Lisa and your only son, Matt, calling for Magic 99.1. I'm telling you, he is the only one anywhere. He is a crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Mom. She's saying that you're her only son anywhere. She's, she's making sure we know that. Good, good. That's a positive. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> awesome, Ma Henshaw. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm having movie overload, but other than that, I'm fine. That's what I heard. You guys watched three or four movies this weekend? Yeah, I saw Venom, too, besides Strangers, The Strangers, one and two. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... Oh, oh, and The Sopranos. Yes, I watched that also. The Many Saints of Newark. Now, which one did you like best out of all four of those? I think Venom. Venom, yeah, came in was number one. Really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You enjoyed it, huh? Lots of action. Oh yeah, and it was really cool. I I really and Woody was so good in it, and and Carnage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I did like the lines of Venom. I mean, some of his funnier lines were really good you know that it was a good movie i enjoyed it but i also i enjoyed the strangers also right now i heard you watched a different stranger and then you had to watch the other strangers right right oh my goodness no wonder you're on overload ma (laughs) but that's okay because yes uh Liv Tyler is so beautiful. Oh, oh my goodness, that lady. <laughs> and uh, I didn't realize how old the movie was. Well, yeah, because <laughs> she's not that old. So was she really young in the movie? She was in her yes. 20s in 20s, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you think she was so beautiful, Matt? Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. dumb question. Move on. Of course. Move along. <laughs> okay. And uh, was it scary? Did you enjoy that it was uh, you know, a horror film? I enjoyed, I thought the sound effects were the best part of making it scary. Turn all the lights out, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, listen, it, it, that is really creepy. Uh, of course, I always get creepy when I think of girls being alone in the house. I didn't like that either. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it either, Ma. And tell me, uh, Matt said there were a lot of jump scares in this movie. Now, I picture yeah. you like screaming out loud when there's a jump scare. Okay, this is my view. I watched Halloween is my scariest. Yeah. Friday the 13th is our next scariest. This is probably third. Okay, so it's really uh, it scary. It had jump scares, but I didn't think it had tons of jump scares, you know. Now, if you were in a theater where it was really loud and really big, possibly you'd scream yes. out loud? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, very mm-hmm. good. Very good. How many cookies you giving it? Uh, probably three and a half, I think. Three and a half cookies. Okay, so that's definitely yeah. one to check out. Matt, what are we going to be watching this next week? Next week, we are continuing our Harvest Horror Fest, and it is my pick 
Uh, I picked a Ghostbusters. Older, I wish. No, we already did Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. I love Ghostbusters. I do too. That, that movie, I can tell you confidently, that's yeah. a five out of five. Right. I love Ghostbusters. Right. But no, um, it is an older film, uh, probably around the age of The Strangers. It was my pick. I picked 13 Ghosts, starring Shannon Elizabeth and Tony Shalhoub. Okay. Are you going to watch it, Ma? Oh, yes. How many sequels are there? <laughs> None. There's no 14 or 15 or 16 okay, ghosts. Okay, fair. Fair enough. Oh, good. 13 ghosts. Well, it sounds good. interesting. Yep. I mean, how bad could it be, right? It's the it's the <laughs> continuation of the Harvest Horror Fest. Yep. And I have did to, I get it? You did. Thank but, you. But I have to say, my mom is just being coy. Yeah. She totally screams out loud I when bet she does. there's a jump scare. Yeah. All, yeah. Every single time. Uh, show, show us how, Matt. What oh, does she sound like? My, my dad will walk up to her and just grab her shoulders and she'll, and she'll go, ah! <laughs> that he does. That he does. It's not long or drawn out. It's just quick TV. and really high pitched. I love it. I love it. Ma Hinshaw, thanks for checking in with us on what station this morning? 1999.1. Yay.